So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, on Tuesday, we head to the battlefields of medieval Spain to witness the very first ambulance. On Wednesday, it's the anniversary of the day Coca-Cola's creator hit on his winning formula. He dropped the wine, but kept the cocaine. On Thursday, the thief who stuffed the crown jewels down his trousers. And on Friday, when free-spirited Danish parenting put 90s New York in a tears. We discuss this and more on Today in History with the Retrospectors. Ten minutes every week weekday wherever you get your podcasts ho 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 man fans ollie man here with the modern man christmas spectacular it is that time of year again here's what's coming up but how does pouring popping candy into my mouth in any way simulate me being an actual vagina it is just me fucking with you alex fox gets us well lubricated for a very creative foxhole quiz if you search for what strawberry kisses means Urban Dictionary, it says a completely different meaning to what I intended it to write the song as. Singer Thomas Heaton joins us for two exclusive live tracks. Plus, we're joined by some ghosts of episodes past, and Ollie Peart returns with stories from the parenting front line. It's all to come on this edition of The Modern Man. Yes, it is Christmas. We are in Ollie Peart's hood. The beautiful town of Bournemouth, not that close to your hood, actually. No, it's still about an hour, but look at that view. And also with us, Alex Fox is here as well. Hello! Yes. Inserting myself into the foreskin of the show. What is what's the <laughs> don't, don't insert stuff yeah. into the foreskin. Well, <laughs> stuff gets stuck there sometimes, but don't put stuff in. <sighs> and we're all back together. This is the kind of content you can expect. Yeah. So um, if you've never listened to the show before, don't start with this episode. <laughs> It all ends, I mean, we haven't even got there yet, but the climax is always just an absolute sexual dystopia. So, you know, if you're not ready for that, go back. We've done an excellent show this year. There's 11 other episodes to investigate. For everyone else, for the True Man fans, this is us with our hair down, isn't it? This is the modern man with ties ties off. Uh, Ollie, how much sleep are you getting? First question. Oh, the sleep is so fractured mm. and weird that actually I, I don't, I genuinely don't know how much or how little sleep I'm getting. I've got one of those fitness trackers, right? And it says, I wake up in the morning and it says, oh, you've slept for nine hours, 20 minutes. Interesting. I, I wouldn't normally go into this level of detail, but it's relevant for later. Which brand? Fitbit. You've got a Fitbit. Got a okay. Fitbit, yeah. Remember that, man fans. Hold on to that piece of information for later. Yeah, it says like nine hours twenty or whatever. I'm thinking, well, I definitely haven't slept for nine hours twenty, so it's tracking it. But then it'll give me a sleep score of like four. Enough about your sleep patterns. Tell us about the actual child. <laughs> well, it's a it's a, a blob of flesh and bones, and it's called May. May. It's Where not- did the name come from, by the way? Is it, it's not like it's not a tribute to Justin Timberlake and NSYNC. It's gonna be May. <laughs> It might be, I don't know, because my partner chose it. And when she popped out, we had a couple of girls' names because we didn't know if it was going to be a girl or a boy. Mm -hmm. So when popped out as a girl and the midwife was like, oh, well, um, you know, what what are you going to call her? And I was like, well, we've got loads of names, so I don't know. And then my partner just went, no, it's May! (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's May. It's fine. So then we just went with that. Well, Alex, you've had some equally big news in your world. You're going on tour. I am. Uh, I'm taking my X-rated brand of BDSM chat and the rest to NYC. I'm moving to New York for about New nine months. York. How did that come to pass? Very quickly and unexpectedly. I had a lovely lockdown love story that was beautifully alliterative as well as romantic in that I got back together with a partner who was always the right person at the wrong time. And then the right time came to be and we, uh, we got back together nearly a year ago I moved in with him in June and he works as a comedy editor and he's landed a really big gig that necessitates us moving to the States. How are you going to clear airport security with all your, your I know. bag of dicks? Like because you're going to have to take them all. I like, presume <laughs> she's sending them by a boat like six weeks <laughs> yeah. ahead of time. Maybe I'll try and smuggle as many of them through inside and about my person yes. as possible. Yeah, that's a great challenge. I but like the good it. news is the Foxhole will continue in 2022. 100%. Because we've been doing it remotely anyways, you might as well be in America. Yes. And we'll be bringing some uh, New York flavours. Hot dogs and all. There's lots of people who've been making the comparison of um, Sex and the City. I'm, mm. I'm going stateside. When you say some people have been making the comparison with Sex and the City, do you still harbour a fantasy of being Carrie Bradshaw? Because you've got a MacBook. I can see you on the bed, typing away. Ollie Mann, I've been a journalist for over a decade and a half. I fucking wish it was mm. possible 
to afford an apartment of that great <laughs> stature yeah. on, a, on a writer's wage. Well, listen, man fans, this is our little Christmas treat to you this episode. Um, coming up, as always, Ollie and I will be richly humiliated by whatever Alex has in store for us. Uh, we have some special guests dropping in, including young heartthrob Thomas Heaton, who's going to sing us a couple of songs. It's basically our way of thanking you for being with us another year, whether that is as a follower to the show, as a beer money donor, thank you, or as a man we love you all. Um, and mentioning beer, we must thank our sponsors for this episode, beer52.com, who have also provided us with some refreshment. Now, this is normally the moment at which we on mic open the cans of beer so that you can hear them. Mm-hmm. And that's quite nice because we then, you know, because you can do that on a podcast, you can't do that on radio, okay? we can actually drink beer and talk about it. Um, but we drank it all last night. And that's why I can't talk now. Um, <laughs> so we've only got empties. Hold on, let me go and get them. Off to get the empty beers, off to get the empty beers, off to get the empty beers, off goes only man. Is like this that? the lullaby that you sing to me? Oh no, I've start, I have got some good lullabies though. Have you played any of Captain Spronk? No, I don't want to scar her mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. This here is, uh, it's called Burro Natur Trub. You sound like up, you've had quite, <laughs> quite a few of them before you said that. It's... It's got, I don't know if it's like um, whatever the German equivalent of Franglais. Franglais. It's like a German version of, like it's a hipster beer where they've attempted to write it in sort of Germanish. Yeah. It was a delicious uh, German style hoppy beer, yeah, which okay. I very much enjoyed last night from memory. Had a citrusy tang. Alex, what have you got? Uh, I opted for Utopian Black Lager. Yeah. It was delicious, but it was also incredibly strong. And was it black, like stout? But tasted yeah. like lager, yeah. I, I hadn't heard of a black lager before. Yeah. No. What have you got, Ollie? I have NB, which could be no Tibeni, Latin, innit? But it's not. It's North Brewing Co. Uh, and it's uh, it's just a pale ale. Yeah. I, I don't want to undersell it. It's just, these are my favourite type of beers. The straight-up like, limited edition IPAs? Well, they're not too Nothing embarrassing strong. about backing those, Ollie. It's you know, a popular horse. You know, sometimes beers can be quite strong. This is a nice 4.8%, so you can sit back, you can drink it, and you can still enjoy the rest of your day. Well, if you'd like to uh, attempt a similar voyage of uh, alcoholic discovery yourself, you can get a free case of beer delivered to your door right now just for listening to this podcast. Go to beer52.com slash modern to receive your first trial box of, well, I was about to say eight beers. Now, we know that you get eight beers plus a magazine plus a snack, and all you cover is the cost of the postage. But if you order now, do it now, before Christmas, they will chuck in two extra beers just for listening to this podcast. Ten beers for nothing. Beer52.com slash modern. Beer52.com slash modern. Uh, right. Time now for the zeitgeist. Your trends tested with a man who hasn't been set a particular challenge for a month because you had enough of a challenging month uh, in your life anyway. Yeah, biggest challenge I feel I've ever been set. Okay, so how's it been? Absolutely incredible. Like the most amazing experience of my life, but also m- massively overwhelming. Did the you cry? Biggest, absolutely. I say this without judgment. I, I, flood, floods of tears. I broke down in a way that yeah. was completely uncontrollable. Reflecting on it now, <laughs> I feel like I want to do the same again. Yeah. I was a blubbing mess. Pip was, we were in the delivery room, Pip was on the, on the bed, stirrups, handles up, all that stuff, ready to like force this thing out. And I was perfectly fine at that point. I was like, right, I need to be a supportive partner. I'm here. I'm here for Pip. It's absolutely I, fine. I will describe her like an animal in restraints. Everything's fine. <laughs> I mean, she looked like an animal in restraints. You should have seen the veins on her neck yeah. when she was pushing this thing out. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm emotionally detached. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I could see what was going on. I could yeah. see a little head. When I first saw the head, I was a bit like, wow. That, I mean, that's amazing. And it, but it was slightly surreal, really unreal. And then, with one big push, this thing just came sliding out into the doctor's hands. And I just, I just saw this living thing. It started crying. It was that first cry. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, my God, we've got a girl. Like, what we've got? And I just, I, can't, I cannot explain to you that feeling. I mean, you've been through it, haven't you? But it was, I just couldn't control myself. And have you, uh, I can't believe I'm so quickly turning this back onto myself. <laughs> Have you, now it's relevant to your life, listened back to episode two of How to Be a Dad? I have, yeah, because that, that is exactly where I am at this stage, because you yeah. recorded that when Harvey was three months, yeah. right? Yeah, so, um, I mean, okay, May's four weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm heading that way, and the lack of sleep that you mentioned in that episode is definitely a thing. Not knowing whether you're enjoying it that much mm. either. Mm. You're sort of, you're just managing the whole time, aren't you? You're just kind of like... Just this this thing is just keeping you awake the whole time, trying to figure it out. I treat it a little bit like a game, and I've become really obsessed 
with how to try and get her to sleep. So I'm being really meticulous about it and trying different strategies and different combinations of things in different orders. So I've got a rocking crib, so mm-hmm. rocks, and I think I've worked out the exact sort of frequency of rock to get her to sleep, right? So I lie down next to my bed. She's in the Moses basket, the rocking Moses basket, and I just tip it. And when it reaches, like, the very last bit of the lean to the right-hand side that's furthest away from me... yeah. Then I just gently pull it back. I mean, fellow father producer Matt is laughing at this, yeah. as am I, because all of this is completely illusory. Like I, d- I remember in the first few weeks of Harvey being alive, that because there was like my wife just couldn't get him to go to sleep one night, mm. and I leant over him and miraculously I was just like Harvey, shh, and he went to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's all you have to do. I've cracked this. I've got, I've got the magic voice. Yeah. No. I know what I'm doing. And even if you think you have cracked it, it then changes again. It changes every few weeks. And there's a thing that Stuart Goldsmith said in, I think, the third or fourth How to Be a Dad that we did where the kids were two years old and we were looking back on that period, that later, I think compared it to... Um, uh, the station forecourt CCTV, you know, that tapes over itself. Right. <laughs> so, like, you only remember the most recent moment. You only remember the bit that's relevant to you. Yeah. So, listening to you now talking about having a baby, I cannot. Even though it's happened to me again since the first one, I can't remember that now. Like, I can, I can tell you how to do a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I cannot remember the baby thing. I totally believe that because everybody that we've spoken to that's had kids before uh, May arrived, they all said about like the, you know, yeah, you're not going to sleep. You're going to struggle with your mm. sleep and that kind of thing. But never went into any kind of detail. The reason they did that is because they must have blanked it out because it is the most oppressive thing that's ever happened to me. Like, it is so bad. I mean, even the sleep that you do get is not really sleep. Well, it's the knowledge that you've permanently fucked up your life, isn't yeah. it? It's not just... <laughs> You know, like, if it's for work, is, you know, and yeah. you're like, oh, well, I've got six weeks left on this project and then I'll be able to sleep again. It's yeah. different. But it's like, no, this is forever now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I went back to work six days after she was born. Yeah. So I didn't really give myself any kind of time to kind of reset in that way. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. Not doing that again. If we do have another one, I'm block booking a month off. Do the shared paternity leave, man. It's the thing. Yeah, but I don't get paternity leave. You, oh, because you're freelance. I'm freelance. I don't get any of those kind of luxuries. How's Pip doing? Yeah, that's probably the An question you should question. ask. Yes, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she's doing really well. She's finding it, obviously, challenging, more challenging than me. So I've been whinging about how hard I'm finding it. You know, times that by 10, and that's how she's, she's finding it. But she's doing really well. Has anything spectacularly gross happened yet? Uh, yeah, I have been, within the space of about 30 seconds, I've had my first sort of like puke mm. followed by shit all mm. over me. And uh, the baby did it too? <laughs> <laughs> And Pip as well. Well, she was fast asleep and I thought, I'll handle it. I'll let her sleep for a bit. This will be absolutely fine. I had a glass of wine on the side. I was like, I've got this. I'm a pro dad. Two weeks in. No worries. I don't know what people complaining about. And yeah, she just vommed all over me and then immediately shat. And then I went up, went to go and change her. It looked like she was covered in fake tan. Turned around, looked in the mirror. had shit on one side of my T-shirt. Yeah, that's a great look, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's all over the back of your shoulder and you haven't noticed and you go to the supermarket, that's the moment. You know, I normally would notice if there was shit on me. (laughs) And I found out a really interesting fact about your life just now because we've just we've been to Pret-a-Manger for lunch. We know how to live in Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Apologies to anyone running an actually great independent business here. Uh, we just got ourselves some sandwiches, and uh, you had I, I actually had a turkey trimmings Christmas toasty sandwich. Right. Yeah. That's not pescatarian. Nope. So when did that happen, and is it related to the baby? It is absolutely related to the baby. So you needed comfort food, and you were like, I need meat? No. Oh, God, it wasn't because you were going to eat the placenta, was it? (laughs) With all the trimmings. (laughs) No, but I I tell you what, after she was born, I did take a really good look at the placenta, and I tell you what, cooked up on a barbie, that thing would be delicious. They're massive, aren't they? When did you abandon your vegetarianism? Oh, yeah, so about a month or so after we found out Pip was pregnant, she was like, I want meat. Let's eat meat, or let me eat meat. And I was like, well, if we're buying meat, I'll have meat as well. Started eating meat. Because there was the environmental issue. Yeah. There was, like, the morals. Mm -hmm. Don't like killing animals. Yeah. Don't mind killing fish. That was your stance. Yeah. So have you just, like, compromised on that? Do you still... It's not like you like killing animals now. No. So what happened was we were like, okay, she really was craving meat to the point where it was just... It became obsessed. So... Like, right, like, if we're going to do this, let's do it properly. Went, there's a really posh butcher's not far from where I live, a place called Poundbury, which is built by Prince Charles. So everything's really posh there. This is like. great. This is a good podcast series idea, isn't it? The first time you eat meat after being vegetarian yeah. for two years. Well, we bought um, steak, just a really good steak, really yeah. splashed out. I think for two steaks, it, it cost like 23 quid or something mm. in a butcher. So I went home, cooked that, and then... We both sat down. You didn't smoke it on a brick in your garden no, for five no, hours? No, nothing like that. Just thought, you, you know, You didn't knit it a hat? No. <laughs> pan. Pan. 
you mocking me and my <laughs> talents I've picked up over the years. Just put it in a pan, bit of butter. It smelled incredible. And I was like, first mouthful, both of us, we just looked at each other and just like, why the hell? Did we stop eating meat? I'm sorry to all the ago. vegans and vegetarians who thought no. that they had an advocate here the, uh, on the show. No, no, no. Because I, they've I, been I, on a journey with you. I, I, like, I, I Ollie's feel... embraced modern life. He's like, he understands our cause. Well, I, I feel really awful about it because we've, we've tasted uh, meat substitutes, haven't we, over, yeah. over the years yeah. and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm sorry. They are just all shit yeah. in comparison. <laughs> I, I just, uh, animals, quite frankly, just taste so good. And then from there, it just descended into one massive meat orgy. And I like on one, at one barbecue, I ate seven different animals. Not, not the whole animals, but different types of animal. Oh, hold on. There's somebody at the door. Ooh, Ooh. Who could that be in our Christmas fun house? Let's find out. Hi, hi, hi. It's Rosie Mitchell. I was almost be eaten by a crocodile. What a a strange time to applaud. Yes, it's Rosie Mitchell from our May episode, Please Don't Eat Me, Mr. Crocodile. You are our first guest of episodes past to turn up at our Christmas fun house. Happy to be here. My mouth is, appropriately enough, like open wide because this was one of my favourite stories. I couldn't get over how long and protracted the tale was. You were in the water for such a long time. I was. It's uh, a lot of people are amazed to hear how long it was. You know, people say, what? An hour? You know, with your arm down a crocodile's throat, oh. feeling its tongue in its throat and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the stories from this year's show that we did have something of a reaction to from the man fans. People yeah. were really with you in the water. But how did it feel for you listening back to that? Like, obviously, it's a traumatic experience that we got you to relive on the show. But as people can hear, you're a very optimistic, upbeat, kind of sunny sort of person. What did it feel like listening back to that? Do you know it was it was fine. I um it really I've told the story so many times now. You know, I've given talks on it, I've done slideshows with all the gory photos of all the horrible injuries. <laughs> I'm usually very upbeat when I tell the story. Um but you know I'm over all that sort of post traumatic stress side of it now. Good. So what about this time of year? Because it, it happened at Christmas time, didn't it? So what are you doing this Christmas? Not going anywhere near some water, I assume. No, I don't I don't go anywhere near dams anymore. I I did do an open water swim in a dam uh, about just over a year after it happened. I I made myself. Mm. I entered an aquathlon. It's a part of triathlon. Okay, so this is the thing you need to know about Rosie that we didn't have time to talk about in the episode. (laughs) She sends me absolutely (laughs) insane emails about her sporting accomplishment. (laughs) So she's one of these people that thinks it's fun to like push her body to real extremes. So like tell us, Rosie, what's the most recent one you did? The most recent one is the most insane of the lot. I, I, the first time I ran 100 miles nonstop. It's, it's only completely wacky people do this distance. It's, a, it's an, a crazy ultra runner thing. The thing is, you just keep wanting to ramp up the goals. So I've done the Comrades Marathon, which you may have heard of. It's a very famous race in South Africa. It's 90Ks. Well, <laughs> so- <laughs> um, Ollie doesn't know what his challenge for January is yet. Oh, for fuck. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't worry, it's not ultra running. But it is January, so-, so it's probably not giving much away to say that it's going to be a health-based challenge. With that in oh. mind, Rosie, do you have any advice for yes. Ollie about how to really work on his personal fitness in 2022? <laughs> You know what? The best advice I can give is take it slow at the beginning. Don't do too much too soon. Okay. Because I think it's too minimal to that advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll definitely do that. So start my... with a forty-minute drive home. Yeah. Start from walking from your car to your house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, and then build it up from there. Build it up from there. You need to. Yeah, I think I would recommend anybody starting from scratch just to start really gently. Start with walking, and it doesn't have to be running. You do, of course. You can do cycling, swimming, whatever. In, blows your hair back you know but uh don't do too much too soon because that a lot of people do that and then get injured or just hate it and say i'm giving this up i hate it thank you very much rosie mitchell everybody happy christmas (laughs) you too bye-bye uh ollie i hope you've taken on board everything rosie said about health because it is time to reveal your challenge for next month's show i feel ready and raring to go (laughs) we have got you three christmas presents there are two in front of you one is winging its way to your house as we speak wow um would you care to open genuinely a wrapped present which is emma bridgewater wrapping paper that emma i don't know who that is well it's an extra pound at tesco that's what it is see what we got you i am intrigued oh wow this looks quite fancy oh my goodness this is foreo 
serum, mm-hmm. micro capsule youth preserve. Oh, I do need to preserve my youth. That's quite, <laughs> that's good. So what is this says? This is in a plastic box. It says bear. Mm-hmm. None of the pain. All of the gain. That's right. We've got you a Bear by Forio, a cute handheld microcurrent facial toning device, <laughs> which combines <laughs> electrifying microcurrent tech. That doesn't sound like bullshit at all. Tighter, brighter skin. Hang with on. Forio's trademark T Sonic pulsations to deliver the most energizing facial ever. Feels like a facial, tones like a workout. Feels like a facial. One from my segment. I was going to say, that's jizz on the face. Is that what it feels like? Serum on the face, Ollie. That's what the other packets Oh, right. Oh, that's the facial bit. Oh, I get it. You should never use your bear without uh, a conductive serum, gel or cream, of course. Uh, Because the human face has 43 muscles in addition to the 26 muscles placed in the neck. Wow. And um, we want you to exercise them on a daily basis mm. for the next month yep. to see whether this three-minute HIIT workout for your face is worthwhile or not. Now, you do say that it sounds like <laughs> bullshit, and I'd be tempted to agree, but I would say genuinely in favour of Forio, who make that product, I've got one of their men's facial cleanser things, which is called Luna, which is a little vibrating thing with lots of little pinpricks on it. Yeah. And you keep it in the shower. I charged it once three years ago. I do use it every day and look at my beautiful skin. You do have good skin. I actually would advocate for that product. So okay. I, I, this does sound a bit suspect, but I'm, I bet you feel better after using it. How, how are we going to measure this? Like on, on how youthful Ollie looks on a scale from... Yeah, uh, am I going to have a hench know, face? Fetus to <laughs> necrophiliac's dream. Yeah. The beauty of the zeitgeist is, is, is it's all done through the prism of your experience, okay. isn't it? So, you know, how are we going to measure it with is the usual blend done? of anecdote <laughs> and poorly thought through research, of course. It's me a while to figure that out. Um, so we'll report back in January how you get on with that and this, your second present. Would you like to unwrap it now? Okay, so I have a business card in here. Yeah, well, no, that's for the PR person. You can disregard that. She probably wouldn't want it read out. No, no, don't throw it on the floor. You'll need it later, won't you? You said disregard it. For your poorly thought through research, you'll need to get in touch with them, won't you? Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, that was actually for my benefit. Yes. Okay, right. Uh, This says uh, keto scan light. Mm -hmm. Uh, Light spelt wrong. Uh, real-time fat-burning monitor. That's right. The KetoScan Light is a pocket-sized device that's ideal for optimising diet plans and exercise programmes, including the keto diet. Blow into the mouthpiece for just two seconds, and within one minute, an accurate result is recorded on the digital display. Um, You will find out from that reading the speed at which your body is burning fat. Okay. Now, I think this is a great time of year to test this product because we've given it to you before Christmas. Yeah. And you are eating meat again. I'm eating you meat again. You had a turkey yeah. trimming sandwich for lunch. <laughs> so, I think oh, you should, I'm going to get big. Yeah. So you need to blow into that tonight. Mm. And then, you know, when we're halfway through January, when you've been using your Foreo facial workout, you need to blow in it again. And let's see whether you really can track the difference. Is okay. This- so wait, this is not a daily thing. It is a daily thing, yeah. I yeah, do yeah. Th- so I blow into this every day. Well, it depends how seriously you want to take your fitness, doesn't it? Your that- beef, beef-based breathalyzer. Beef it's made, based it is made by the people who make AlcoSense, which is a breathalyzer oh, that okay. you keep in your car to see whether you've drunk too much. Does it work as both? That'd be useful. Uh, not to my knowledge. No, Unless you're not. drinking liquid lard. I'm wasted, officer, but I'm burning loads of fat. <laughs> <laughs> so we look forward to hearing about how you got on with that. And the third present... Producer Matt asked you a personal question the other day via email. Would you he like asked to? me how big my ring was. That's right, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how my partner's? Which, he asked me my partner's ring? ring size as well. I thought, that's a bit... Come on. Bigger than it was last month. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, four um, weeks ago, it was a different size. Yeah. Um, how big is your ring size, by the way? <laughs> Do you want to have a feel? Well... <laughs> Rosie putting her Come arm on. in the crocodile all over again. I was kind of it? amazed that he answered the question. That he answered the question via WhatsApp, but within half an hour. So you had. I wouldn't know how big my own ring. No, I didn't is. know how big my own. How ring did size. you find out? I googled it, and then I had to go through what is the most complicated charting system in all of history. Right. Okay. To figure it out. The reason we asked you for your ring size mm. was because we are sending a ring to you in the post, Ollie. But not just any ring. Oh, okay. An aura. No, yeah, what's that? Yeah, no, haven't heard of that. Are no. you watching Succession? No. Are you watching Succession, Alex? Yes, but I'm only up to season two. Okay. Obsessed with Kieran Culkin. Right, well, season three, Kendall Roy wears an Aura ring. Is this like Spoiler. a little black ring that monitors your movement and stuff? Yes. I think my partner's got one. Oh, well, that's interesting because, I mean, I've not met your partner, so I'm saying this objectively. They've given it to Kendall Roy because they obviously think, the scriptwriters, it's what He's a wanker would have. I'm actually interested to know what the function of it is, which is why we've sent one to you. 
So it is like a fitness monitoring device. Yeah. This is why I asked you earlier which you had, and you said you had a Fitbit. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to know after a month of usage, what is the put like? Is it something to be ridiculed like Kendall Roy? People, you know, that have too much money don't need this thing. Or does it have a genuine use? And Alex, if you could ask your partner as well, I'd like to know. Oh, while well, he's cooking up his protein pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> sure thing. Can you wear it wanking? I suppose you can, can't you? Why would you develop a ring you have to remove when you masturbate? Don't some Fitbits and other fitness tracking devices mix up wanking with yes, running? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's mean, useful. So I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I, run, <laughs> but I went I for run a 10 minute run this morning. Anyway, uh, we look forward to hearing how you went on with those fitness gadgets in next month's show. And if you have a trend that you would like Ollie to test out on a future edition of The Zeitgeist, go to modernmanwith2ends.co.uk and fill in the feedback form. Uh, And The Zeitgeist continues to be supported by our favourite product to unbox, Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped are the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they've served more than 4 million men worldwide. Which, if my maths is correct equates to 8 million balls. Yeah, your maths are correct, although there could be one or two discrepancies there, I'd imagine. So we could say 7,289,364 testicles. It's a lot of testes that have been trimmed, Mm -hmm. thanks to Manscaped. And trimmed safely too, because using the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer helps reduce nicks and reduces the risk of grooming accidents. Saint nicks. When trimming down below. Very Christmassy, Alex. Excellent. (laughs) Um, their best-selling product this time of year is the Performance Package 4.0. It's the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside there, you will find their lawnmower body trimmer. We're both fans of that. It's so good, isn't it? And the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. And let's not forget, who could at this time of year? Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, which maximise your ball hygiene routine and are welcome in any stocking this Christmas. Can so- I just mention the boxer shorts as well? Do you know, I mean, I'm not going to take my trousers off in front of you right now because I feel weird about it. I'm okay. wearing them as we speak. <laughs> they are so comfortable. They are, I'm wearing them as we speak. And they've thought, not even joking. Well, they've thought about it, haven't they? Because you, you, you trim your nads, you know, and they're, they're you know, yeah. they're free, ready to hang and dangle, and they want something smooth to sort of rest yes, against. Yes, they do. That's what these pants are built for. If your balls could go shopping, they'd go now to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code MAN. M A N. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code Man. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Oh. Who's that? There's somebody else at our Christmas door. Who's giving the address out? Don't like this. Oh! (laughs) It's my favourite boyish troubadour, Thomas Heedon, everybody! Welcome to the show. Thomas Heedon! Thomas Heedon! Definitely not me. It's okay to have a nickname, Alex. It's fine. I like it. Thomas, you were born in London but grew up in Melbourne. I was. uh, What is the best Christmas hemisphere? Uh, The southern. Look, I get it. This country loves Christmas. You like the cold. It's great. But, like, why would you want to be in the cold? I don't care. Do you do fake snow in Australia? Like, do they go for basically London Victorian Christmas, even though it's hot? No, not at all. It is hot. But this is something that I never realised until I moved here and I was telling all my friends about. Obviously, all the Christmas songs are the same. All the Christmas songs are about snow. but And Australia just seems to just, like, agree that it's like, yeah, it's hot. Mm. <laughs> what would you put into an Aussie Christmas song? I feel like there's a gap in the canon. Yeah, market, you know, market research. This is good. We talk about trends a lot on this show. It feels like this has been the year that TikTok has really been breaking new artists like when you see a new song rocket up the charts the reason is almost always tiktok so was was there that moment for you this year tiktok's cool i like tiktok i'm on tiktok you know look how cool he is playing this he has four hundred thousand followers on tiktok wow. that's what i was digging for <laughs> that seems like a what lot to me do with four hundred thousand tiktok followers i gave away a sofa to a you TikTok. gave away a sofa <laughs> yeah <laughs> Why did you give away a sofa? Is this to do with one of your lyrics about snogging on the sofa? Yeah, so the lyric was, we're making out on your sofa. And then I, I, I was like, I want to do something. So we decided to give away a sofa. But also, why pay eBay seller fees when exactly. you've got 400,000 TikTok followers? <laughs> exactly, right? I just come and collect it. You're like one of those guys who just dumps the sofa on the street and just knows someone from the estate's going to drive by. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're going to be supporting Sigrid in March. Oh, she Alex is. is excited. What's she it is. like? She's excellent. Sorry, she's really, really good. She's What's great. it like being a supporting artist compared to going out there on your own? Because I know you've just done your own tour too. I'm actually, I'm not going to lie, I'm actually very excited for it. I think being on your own is is great, and it's so much fun because it's your crowd and it's your show and everything. 
at the same time, there's so much less pressure when you're the supporting artist. Because the, the venues are going to be huge. I think she's playing like, it's like Wembley Arena, which is crazy. But at the same time, I'm, you know, it feels a bit like a festival where I just got to go out there and be like, look at me for a bit. So I'm, I'm super excited. Convenient walk from the tube as well, of course, Wembley. That's the advantage, isn't it? Yes, but it's far, you know, far away. It's not... I'm not going to say where I live on this podcast, but... <laughs> right, but you're prepared, you're prepared to journey as far as, as Zone 2 on the London Underground. Your fans travel long distances to get to you, right? And I've seen that you have produced all sorts of interesting merch for them, like Strawberry Kisses-themed lip balm and your tracks on cassette, even though I'm pretty sure cassettes went to the, the big audio pile in the sky before you were born. But they make stuff for you as well, right? Have they made any fan tributes, anything unusual that you've received? I've gotten quite a lot. I don't know. There's a lot of them are lovely. They make he, me. He so I, does know. There's one that's haunting his dreams, isn't there? Well, not, <laughs> not willing to it's share t- it with us. Toenail clippings. Yeah. Or like a, a necklace made of teeth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some of them are lovely. I think my favourite ones are some of them make these like jars with little like notes in them that say really lovely stuff in them. Um, for like, it's like when you're down jar, you read it, which is cute. But some of them are also just like pictures of my face on like a body of like Shrek which is like <laughs> right okay what's don't, that I don't know where this someone. started and why would I, they send it to you yeah I don't know I look you do you guys <laughs> I'll take it uh, well you have uh, kindly agreed to perform two songs on today's show with the blessing of your label management and publishers the holy trinity <laughs> of all Christmas what is the first because it is our record of the month and it is excellent I believe it's my song Strawberry Kisses can I play that one first <laughs> yeah it wasn't supposed to be a trick question it is your song Strawberry Kisses <laughs> okay, which right. is our record of the month tell oh. us a bit about the song because it is such an earworm thank you I suppose it's a song I wrote about ending up in an unexpected situation with uh-huh. someone uh, someone was diplomacy. quite diplomacy yeah, it was someone was quite out of my league and then I spent a night with them and I was like, wow, you're not out of my league. This is new. See, I've never been there. What, written a song about your feelings? No, you haven't. No, no, never been with somebody out of my league. <laughs> wow. I've just insulted I'm sure. your child so badly. She's going to be so thrilled apart by all your work now, today. Apart from now, my fiance yeah, is definitely yeah. out of my league. She could do better and she knows it, which Aww. is why we're not married yet. So I'm 10 years in. I th- I'm, you know what, I, th- I think it, you, your time will come, Ollie. I'm proud of you, keep uh, it up. Did the lady ever um, respond to the song? No, I don't think she knows it's about her, to be honest. Maybe I should tell her. <laughs> no, that's weird. Can't do that. Did her kisses genuinely taste of strawberries, or was it more like beef monster munch? It was, um, it's not about her kisses. It's, it's, um... Oh, is this a watermelon sugar style thing? No, 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 not, re- no, not, not really. The, the thing which I'm going to make known on this podcast, which I haven't said publicly before, is... If you search for what Strawberry Kisses means, Urban Dictionary, that like website where you can submit things, it says a completely different meaning to what I intended it to write the song as. This sounds like Boris Johnson-esque backpedalling. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, Urban Dictionary says different. It's not what I, what I intended. We can Google it now and we can imagine whatever we like as you sing. It is Strawberry Kisses by Thomas Heaton. Take it away. Got a t-shirt hanging down to her knees where she lays down. And though her eyes don't meet mine, her body's on me all the time. She isn't scared to make a move. She's left her handbag by her shoes. I didn't think that she would like me. But now she wants to call me baby And I, 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 I didn't think I'd end up here Giving me strawberry kisses And I, 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 I didn't think she'd make it clear Yet it's my strawberry kisses from her Eyes open in the dark I'm waiting for her Make a mark 
Although she likes to hear the silence I'll say her name to make it mine Yeah, I've been waiting for her to call And now I'm next to her with nothing on She's loving cigarettes and drinking more And now it's getting late, we're moving on And I, 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 I didn't think I'd end up here Giving me strawberry kisses And I, 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 I didn't think she'd make it clear Yet it's my strawberry kisses from her Strawberry kisses How long is all night if you stay here all night and how long is all night if she'd make it clear you're giving me strawberry kisses and I, 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 I didn't think I'd end up here giving me strawberry kisses and I, 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 I didn't think she'd make it Strawberry kisses there from Thomas Heaton. Beautiful stuff. And if you want to hear the, the poppier version with more instruments in it, then do check out our Spotify playlist at modernmanwith2ends.co.uk slash music, uh, where it's there, along with every record of the month from the past five years. I did take the opportunity to look up what strawberry kisses are on Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. uh, and I have learned that they are, I quote, menstrually enhanced kind of thing. Wow. So yeah, going Whoa. down on somebody while uh, parting the Red Sea. Now I like the song even more now. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, that was marvellous stuff. You're going to come back later and play another Christmas song for us? Yes, I am. I'm going to play. Can I tell you the song? Do you want to know? It was a surprise. Go on. It's yeah. um, it's it's not really like a big popular one, but I like it. I think it's a cute song. It's that it's the little drummer boy song. Bum, 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 bum. Oh. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again at the end of the show. Thank you very much, Thomas Heaton, everybody. Woo-hoo! Thanks, guys. We love him. Woo! Now, if you want to spread some Christmas cheer around at Man Towers, uh, please could you donate to the show, everybody? If you're feeling like warm and Christmassy at this moment in the show, uh, a reminder that we firmly intend to bring you another 12 fantastic episodes next year. Um, well, 11 fantastic episodes and then one like this at Christmas time. <laughs> and we can only do that with your help. We are an independent show and the only money that we have coming in is from the ads that you hear and the support of listeners like you. And our new beer money donors this month, everybody, include Scott Barnaby. Woo! Woo! Um, yes, who also signed up to the Retrospectors Patreon, God bless him. Uh, John Howell from Myrtle Beach. Ow, ow, ow! Woo! who says, Mm. I thought the discount code for my Manscaped order was really generous for just listening to a podcast. He's a man with trim balls as well as good taste. Yeah, good on you, mate. Um, So I donated the $24 difference to your podcast as beer money. How lovely. Thank you for keeping the financial wolf from the fox's door. How lovely. Uh, Enjoy the beers, he says, and I shall enjoy some beautiful balls. Uh, And Fiona Campbell from Wellington, New Zealand. Of soup fame. uh, Says... (laughs) I, I couldn't afford to buy you a beer for every episode I've ever listened to, which is all of them. Um, so I've paid you the equivalent of an Apple song charge for each. Hope that's okay. What? That for every amazing. episode? That is okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, I've become a student again at 50, so beer is simply out of my price range, but keep up the astoundingly interesting and entertaining work. Oh. Love to you and the team. Merry jingles to you. I mean, the whole team's here, so you can hear the love back. We really Fiona. do have a lovely bunch of listeners, we? do, we? yeah. I still get regular pictures of my pod son who was conceived after a, a previous advice session in the That's Foxhall. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's actually growing up to be quite a well-rounded individual. Actually, it's really weird that you mentioned that because um, we also had this feedback from a lady called Emma uh, who said, I wasn't going to read this out, but um, she emailed me a couple of months ago to say, I want you to know that the modern man changed my life in a very specific and marvellous way. Three years ago, I was a 40-year-old single mum to my wonderful then four-year-old son, Being a mum to a big brood of children was all I'd ever wanted, but life hadn't worked out that way. I explored the idea of using a donor, but I couldn't get my head around what genuine reason a man could have for donating just out of the goodness of his heart. I felt sure there would always end up being ulterior motives. Then I heard your episode, The Inseminator, 
and it finally fell into place. Using the advice and websites mentioned by Mitch, your interviewee, I found a wonderful donor and now have an amazing 18-month-old daughter. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. How many births do you think we we're responsible for? I know, for? I know. Well, Alex, you're responsible for many anyway. I imagine your advice in general terms. I just That's think true. that your dulcet tones between the two. I mean, I dread to think how many children have been conceived to the zeitgeist. Okay, I feel like it's time, Alex, for the XXXmas Foxhole Christmas Quiz. Are you prepared? No, I'm never prepared. Are you prepared, Ollie? No. No. I've been dreading this for 12 months. <laughs> and you'll hear why after this piece of production. This is The Sounds of Christmas. The charity single featuring your favourite podcasters. And all in aid of Samuel's Charity. The Sounds of Christmas. Buy it now. You could stream it 100 times, but really it's easier to buy it because that helps get it into the charts and raise more money. Right, so the moment has arrived. It is the legendary annual XXXmas Foxhole Christmas Quiz. Yes, it's the place where sexual trauma is born. Uh, and this year I actually asked you to do some ho-ho homework in advance. Ooh. Do you remember what it was that I requested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got the memo. Ollie, probably you missed it, but it was just basically to develop your powers as a sexual legend across the whole 365 days of the year. So I've been working quite hard on it. Yeah. Still yeah. No, I didn't get that memo. No. I, I got the memo about trying to make some sexy sound effects with my voice. Yes. So Alex sent us a WhatsApp. I mean, so Ollie and I have literally no idea what's about to happen, no. as usual. But we, we were sent uh, some prep this time which was a whatsapp message saying please send back a recorded voice memo of you making three sexual noises yes specific sexual noises that's right i asked you to imitate three things so first up we're going to hear ollie pitt's imitations okay (laughs) (laughs) wow Mm. Oh, you went into a lot more detail than me. Wow. That's intimate. I feel like I've been defiled. What has just assaulted your ears was Ollie Pitt's impression firstly of the sound of a well-lubricated butt plug being pulled from a body hole. I thought that was very dynamic. I loved that she's doing this like people are at home with their bingo card dabbers. But yep, got that one. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be a bingo card dabber though, would it? It would be like an ink-tipped dildo. Sound number two was an impression of a climacophiliac. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Climacophiliac. That's someone with the rare fetish of being turned on by the idea of falling down a staircase. Mm. Sound three was the sound of bats that uh, legitimately engage in oral sex. There are several species. They the short-nosed engage. fruit bats. No judgment and the here, is there, fox. ever? Yeah, uh, they engage in both fellatio and cunnilingus. Do they um, really? I don't know if you know the answer to this. I'm just curious. Are there other species that engage in sex? Because obviously you're motivated, aren't you, by fun, but the purpose biologically is procreation. Yes, there are some. with cunnilingus and oral sex, no. So dolphins have oral sex, do they? Uh, Dolphins have sex for fun. There there was one paper published um, which purported to have shown evidence of a dolphin using an electric eel as a stimulation device. (laughs) Purported or porpoise? porpoise. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, come on. Keep that in. No, no, no. It's Christmas cracker type territory. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm just practising being a dad. Um, It was the right reaction to say, oh, dear. (laughs) And now we are going to hear a Christmas cracker. This is Ollie Mann's take on those three sounds that I requested. First, let's start with the butt plug. Like an uncorking. Quite similar. And a very creative interpretation coming next of somebody getting all hot and bothered about falling down the stairs. Up, 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 (laughs) down. (laughs) I can imagine that now. It's like, oh, yeah, go on, up. Mm. It kind of gives me Norwegian black metal vibes at the end. They're like, down. (laughs) Wasn't it falling down the stairs? It was being sexually turned on by... Stairs, so like if you're climbing up and then you fall down at the end. I, I thought guess. it was specifically falling down. Yes, the yes, stairs. yes. But the foreplay would be climbing up, you know, before the stairs. <laughs> oh, I see. I see where your logic comes in. Okay. Well, without further ado, third sound: Ollie Man doing an impression of a, a bat giving uh, someone a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we're back giving another back to blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as it seems, is it, this Bradley Walsh stuff? Now that I think is that, a creative interpretation. That, that, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, but this is it. It's a creative interpretation. Yeah. You didn't go for the sort of the well, I'm literal an artist, sound. Ollie. I'm an artist. Well, the, the creativity is only going to be ramped up further from here because the reason I asked you for these sounds is I was inspired by the work of a luxury sex toy company, Lilo, who recently asked their fans to donate real life recordings of the sounds, the sighs, the screams, the yelps that they made during orgasm. They then passed those sounds on to um, a composer called Matt. Emery, who made an EP called Extended Pleasure, where he actually used those sound waves and uh, made kind of jazz and classical and rock interpretations of them. He's an artist like Ollie, is he? <laughs> the artist here is me. Oh, okay. Who, for the first time, using this as uh, I, as inspiration myself, that I was going to remix the sounds that you <gasps> gave me, uh... set them against a rap backing track wow. and now we are going to play a game called Christmas Rapping which I'm going to ask you to rap over the top of oh. I have sent you both sets of lyrics yep. that make just a casual passing reference to one of our beloved sponsors and I'm going to be rating you on your flow your spontaneity and how convincing you both are as MCs if Alex has got anything to suck in that bag, Ollie man, you might as well suck it now because I'm going to demolish you in this challenge. <laughs> Ollie Pitt. Yo. You, you have your lyrics? Yeah. You're about to have your backing track. What? Hit it. <laughs> yeah. What a man massive in the Bournemouth house. Oh, God. What's wrong with you? Come on, I'm going to beat you. Here we go. Get into the vibe. Ollie man, what are you doing? Why are you I'm just worried I'm going to get cancelled. If you're feeling randy, then you need a handy <laughs> whack machine that's scandy. Rap by Ollie Man's D. Oh. It is customised to your own dick size. <laughs> and it's jokes in rhythm till you shoot your jism. You can sync it up with some VR smut. Pleasure your erection with mechanised perfection. Yeah! Wow. You know, it reminds me of, you know that bit in Clock's version of Oh What A Night where there's a rap? <laughs> feels so wrong, but it feels so right. You're that guy. I don't know why I went into an American voice there. But yeah. I did. <laughs> How are you feeling about following that, Ollie Man? <laughs> yeah, I can, I can face up to an epic rap battle about wacky machines, no problem. Yeah. Okay, well, in that case then, take it away. <laughs> Let's talk together about sophistication in machines designed for your masturbation. The handy gadget is so elegant. Fit bits from mosquito to elephant. Strap the stroke and sleeve round your fleshy pole. Set the speed you want with the remote control. You can synchronise it to pornography. Use the code Foxhole and your shipping is free! Whoa! Mofo! <laughs> <laughs> really good. Thank you. Alex, those beautifully written lyrics. I mean, I got into character very easily. <laughs> I am impressed by both of you. Thank you. I am, I am blown. Mind I, and out of the water. I was extraordinary. Yeah. I, yeah. Wasn't, I wasn't the guy from Clock. I feel like I was one of the white guys from The Wanted when they did a rap. It was that. <laughs> but I was happy with that. Unwanted. That's, <laughs> that's the level I'm happy to be at. Ollie Pitt, yeah. I feel that you like really got into character to a point where it verged on cultural appropriation. Exactly. It was a bit offensive, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I do apologise for that. Yeah. I, I don't know, I just, I just because that's kind of, I listened to that kind of rap music, so I just sort of slipped into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean any offence no, by intention it. Intention oh, no, isn't no. important in our culture, Ollie, no. you've done it now. All <laughs> oh, right, you're dead. Like, Cancelled. <laughs> um, but your speed was pretty impressive. Yeah. So I am going to give you Ooh. three marks for yours. Ollie Mann. Yes. Lyrical perfection. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, she wrote them, but thank you. I would argue that yours was possibly harder to rap over the top of because it already had your speech in it. Therefore, I'm going to give you four marks. Yes. So you are in the lead at the moment. Wow. Although, uh, can I just say, I mean, I think if we're being really objective, like Ollie's samples in the first place were stronger. Yes. Like if you had a point for that alone, we'd be equal, wouldn't we? I'm not saying that should happen. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm conceding you did better samples in the first place. No, absolutely. I did much better samples, yes. But it's what you do with it that counts, isn't it, Ollie? 
we always learn in the foxhole. Yeah. Ollie, yeah. would you like an extra point I, from I, me for your samples? I think it keeps the rest of this segment more interesting. Blows it open, doesn't it? If, yeah. if we are level pegging. Yes, what have I done? Do Could have level won this pegging. For once. Do yeah. you really want to say that phrase? That's in not this the next context? challenge, is it? <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to the festive fuckery known as the Christmas Foxhole Special, where we are about to enter into round two of three segments to our games. This one is called The Kegel Has Landed. Okay. What's a Kegel? I'm already ahead of you. I know what a Kegel is. Go on, Ollie man. Uh, it's when you squeeze the bit that stops you from weeing. And we don't and know it that exercises, well. it's, uh, Men can do it too, uh, okay. to delay ejaculation if necessary, but it's more relevant for women after childbirth in particular. Gold star, the Kegel is an exercise that strengthens your pelvic floor muscles. There we are, muscles. those are the posh words I was looking for, yeah. For women um, to enhance the sensation of orgasms, but also if you do increase the strength of those muscles, it makes it less likely that you're going to suffer from um, uh, incontinence after childbirth. There you are, that. And... To help women do perform their Kegels correctly, there are a number of devices on the market, one of which is this like little minty green tadpole-looking mm. thing. Yeah. It's called an LV. You would insert it into Like your... the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> They're based in Bournemouth. Do you? Are they? They're based in, no, in I'm Bournemouth. I'm sure they'll actually, appreciate the reference. The corner, yeah, yeah. Uh, you insert this toy inside your vaginal canal, and every time you squeeze it, it interacts with a game on your phone. <laughs> Each muscular squeeze makes a little ball jump up and down on the screen and the better you perform your pelvic floor exercises or Kegels, the more points you score. Great. What I'm going to do is ask you to squeeze it with your hand, but mm. I have prepared some gloves to make your hands feel more like vaginas. Oh. Now, is, am I... <laughs> oh God. To give them more of a kind of foof-like feel, one is full of thick-cut marmalade and the other one's full of whortleberry jam. Why did you choose those substances? Because they're vaguely slimy, um, mm. but they won't hurt your skin. Yeah. I was thinking of your well-being, right, Ollie. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I've got the jam because this looks a little bit like a murder scene. Like <laughs> Does it look like strawberry oh. kisses? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that actually—I mean, I've recently seen a yes, child yeah, yeah, come yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this definitely looks like. Oh Ooh. god! Oh my god! Now that's nothing like a minge. It's cold for a start. <laughs> oh god! Oh, right. my God. <laughs> Ollie man, slip slide your palm inside that monstrosity, oh, please. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> it's the lumpiness that I wasn't prepared for. Yeah, this is like, it. The I moistness get... is good. You're right, the temperature is wrong. Yeah. The lumpiness is a surprise. It's not nice, is it? It's the chunks. If, if, it's if the if chunks you... that just don't quite simulate the real thing. No, if you did put your hand <laughs> into a vagina that was that lumpy, it's, I would recommend yeah. a visit to the doctors. <laughs> and just because so <laughs> the many... <smell's> right. <laughs> If I just smell delicious, I'll spread it on my toast. Yeah. But we don't have time for that. We need to take it to the hospital. And just to up the ante to simulate the sensation caused by certain stimulating gels, I'm going to fill both of your mouths with popping candy. Right. <laughs> Whilst this is you... like torture, isn't it? <laughs> Whilst you, like, this is really just to distract you mm. uh, whilst you're using the LV and trying to get a high score. So, which one of you wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Ollie's, Ollie's been first the last two times. I have synced the LV up with my phone, so mm -hmm. it's ready to go. I'm going to place that in your palm, Thank Ollie you. man. Yep, so I'm holding and the weird tadpole to, thing. I'm going to pour this packet of popping candy. Into how, your mouth. I mean, I know you've just explained, but how does pouring popping candy into my mouth in any way simulate me being an actual vagina? It is just me fucking with you, right. primarily. <laughs> okay. Um, it's literally all it is. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Down this first. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Oh. Start your Kegel workout. The Kegel has landed. Three, two, one. Oh. Oh, my God. Go. Oh. <laughs> 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 Every time. Okay. And pump. Oh, it's a oh, it's the way it crosses down my wrist. Oh, 
<laughs> it's the squeezing at the same time. You've done, you've done well. Oh. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> keep going, Ollie. Make those balls jump. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a jam going up my wrist whilst I'm doing it. It was just really horrifying. God. Having a fanny is awful, Alex. That's what I'm learning. Too hard, and that you need to relax. Right. Okay. <laughs> just relax. Just relax. Just chill out. Yeah. Okay. Lift. Love, yeah. Keep, keep it. Oh. Keep it lifted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of power. You need to really, if you're using your pelvic floor muscles to squeeze that, that's a lot. Ollie Pitt, your turn. First of all, as you know, you need to down the popping candy, and then you're going to be asked to perform a pulsing pelvic floor workout using the it's insertable a LV. It's a lot, but I mean, it's still popping in my mouth now. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely pulse, pulse, Ollie, oh, pulse. Fuck, fuck. Hit, you hit those targets. Come on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Have a feel, have a feel. Oh, look at that. Oh, you're on the next level, Ollie, Ollie Pitt. Oh, you're doing very well. Level. What have I got to do? Uh, what, it what? will tell oh. you at the top. Here we go, relax. relax. relax, relax, relax. Does that mean he's graduated better than I did then oh. already? Oh, whoa, 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 go above the line. The way oh, that you are. The control is extraordinary. Look at that. There's tremolo on this. It's a wiggly oh. line. It looks like a cardiac monitor. I would be good with a vag. And that's it. Time's up. Time's up. I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. I Go can on. now reveal. Can we take man. the gloves off? No, I mean, I've, not, I've, not until you've had your score. Fine. You Moist and hands. Clammy. Horrible. <laughs> you and your preserve-filled palm yes. apparently had an accuracy of 47%. Yeah, that's not so good, is it? Uh, whereas and the app tells me that uh, Ollie Pitts... Yep, go on. You and he your marmalady man there yeah, he won, he won to uh, introduce some French to be really, like, hype up the elegance of this entire exercise... Scored a whopping 83% wow. on target. Stick it up your fat. No, I'm happy to concede you've got the better vagina. Well I do, done. yeah. You may now strip off those rubbers, gloves I mean, uh, and prepare yourself for a final quick fire round of a game I call Sexual Misadventure. For our final game, I have two Christmas sex-themed advent calendars here. One from Anne Summers, the other from Durex. Mm-hmm. Uh, are these are real ones where you get a different toy every day? You do indeed. Well, 12 days of Christmas for each of them, but yes. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but not only do you get a sex-themed product behind each door or back door, mm-hmm. there is also... A slip of paper that links to a question relating, very tenuously, to something horrible going wrong in bed or something sex-related that will make you cringe. So get your wince pies at the ready. Um, If you could both uh, select a calendar to begin with. Uh, Uh, I'll go for the the Johnny's one. Okay, I'll go for the toys. Okay, Okay. Ollie Pitt, please open one door of your choice and find not only the sex-related item inside, but also a little slip of paper Pertaining to a question. Right, door number one. What have you got? I have got a Durex Naturals Intimate Gel Pure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what else have you got? There should be a question in there. It's a quick fire round. Oh, it's an X. It's an X. An X. Okay, an X. X. All right. New Japanese comedy horror film Popran is a movie about what, Ollie Pitt? Is it one, a man whose penis detaches from his groin and flies through the air, hitting <laughs> and killing people, so he tries to ch- chase it with a butterfly net? Sounds plausible. Or is it Sounds two, like one of our middle features. a giantess whose vaginal muscles are so strong that she sucks whole men inside herself during sex and traps them in her foof like a modern-day Jonah and the whale? I like the sound of the flying penis. It's the flying penis! Yay! Yay! Point I'm happy one. for you. Point one to Ollie Pitt. Ollie Woo-hoo. Man, please mm. open one of your doors. I am going to go for what is clearly the vibrator, the large one, number one. And inside is... Oh! That is not what you thought it was. It's basically Ken Dodd's tickle stick, isn't it? <laughs> but I suppose whatever turns you on. And what, what's your question? Oh, sorry, yes. D. D. Okay, oh, D. Um, Autoblow, Ollie Man. Autoblow mm. are a company famous for making automated blowjob machines. Yep. However, famous, I mean, you know. <laughs> famous in my circles. However, Autoblow's most recent invention is what? Is it number one, a penis torture machine for extreme BDSM fans okay. inspired by the garbage disposal units found in sinks? <laughs> Too much detail. Or is it two, a safe for valuables disguised as a dirty rubber fuckable pussy, which relies on the idea that thieves won't 
want to touch a cum-covered masturbation device. Sounds more plausible, weirdly. I'm going to go two. You have also won a point! Yes! That is correct! Thank you. Oh, okay. now, Ollie Pitt, you're on six points. Ollie Man, you're on five. Oh, oh God, this is tense. And this is Ollie Pitt's last chance to score an extra point. Open one of your doors, oh, please, Ollie P. I've got, got an intense delight bullet. <laughs> I always say that about you. Simulation. <laughs> R. 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 Okay, R. Ollie Pitt, the Kurdish word... <laughs> the Kurdish... Suddenly turned to only connect. Yeah, go on. The Kurdish word tagandan refers to what practice carried out in Iran? Is it number one, bending the top part of an erect penis whilst holding the shaft in place to achieve a clicking feeling and popping sound Ooh. akin to Why cracking one's Crossing knuckles? Crossing my legs. It, too, it sounds too positive for that. Tagandan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or is it, is it too inserting one's penis into a partner's vagina then laying perfectly still whilst a third person jumps on your bed to force your genitals to bump together Ooh. a religious loophole which is apparently not considered to be intercourse within the eyes of God oh. because the couple are not directly moving their genitals themselves I know what I think but it's not my round Tagandan <laughs> is it popping your penis by bending it in half or, or is it popping po- and rest I yeah. think I'm going to go Tagandan is number two. Now, now, now. I would have gone number two because the detail. The Again, number sometimes two. when there's too much detail, like she's made that up. But on yeah. that one, I was like, there was so much detail, it's like you wouldn't make that up. Your logic is good because number two is a practice, uh, sometimes practiced by Mormons, but it's called jump pumping. Uh, whereas Tagandan. <laughs> Mormons don't use the term jump pumping. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, tagandan is actually uh, a way of getting rid of erections by forcefully snapping them, but it was the most common cause of 172 penile fractures documented in just one report examining Iranian patients. Could have told them that. And finally, Ollie Man. Ollie Man, now is your chance to make this a draw rather than a loss for you. Can mm. you please select your final box? I'm going to go... Number 10, and inside is some Ann Summers Orgasm Gel, 50 milliliters, not too much. Mm. <laughs> not just too a, many just orgasms. Enough. <laughs> just enough. Don't have too many orgasms. Just enough Christmas. to get you through the 6th of December. <laughs> and the letter P. P, okay, P. question P. Which of the following tools, Ollie Man, mm. inspired a new sex toy currently making waves amongst dominatrixes and their clients? <sighs> is it number one, yep. an electric sander, or is it number two, a claw hammer? It's a claw hammer. It is a claw yes! hammer! Oh. The love hammer! Yes! The love hammer has And I sort of really won, Ollie, because I gave you that point earlier, so <laughs> yeah, I win anyway. Yeah. No, 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 no. We no. only draw because I'm nice, and I draw. I concede. I concede. Yeah, That's fine. so right. you should. I will lose graciously as you win like a pig. Yes, I can confirm. The love hammer has an insertable vibrating and thrusting handle shaft, plus the claws on the end act rather like a rabbit vibrator's ears. can also be used to smash the bollocks of people into cock and ball torture. It's six and six, which makes it round as a bauble. It's a draw. Oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Jingle um, bells. And th- you do that every year and every year. It's like, what is that? Um, <laughs> we need to thank our sponsors for the foxhole, thehandy.com. Yes, it's the masterful masturbation machine that everybody with a penis wants to find inside their stocking this Christmas, with 10 strokes per second being its highest speed. It's the most powerful gadget of its type on the market. And if you use the code FOXHOLE, They'll chuck in free express shipping. That's the code FOXHOLE, F-O-X-H-O-L-E, at thehandy.com. But wait, there's more. Uh, Thomas will be back to play us out with a beautiful Christmas song in just a moment. Um, and we do have time to appoint a new ambassador. And rather than announce it with my voice, let's keep the festive vibe going. Uh, you may remember our guest, Antonia, who told us about her narcolepsy back in July. <gasps> and uh, one of the things that Antonia does, apart from fall asleep involuntarily, is sing. So, uh, here to announce our new Christmas ambassador is Antonia Gentile's Christmas choir, the Lyra Singers, everybody. Congratulations, Jeff Klein from Boston. He says, I'm a fine gardener, 
And during the many hours of pruning and transplanting and getting late ready beds for winter, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I've been a long-time fan of Helen Zaltzman's Illusionist, and that led me to answer me this, which in turn led me to The Modern Man. And I have to say... This is the pinnacle of podcasting. He wasn't referring to this episode. Uh, Funny, irreverent, informative, bantery, but without the masturbatory, self-referential nonsense. Again, not this Uh, this episode. Well, that's bullshit. Touching. It's got all the things. Uh, And thanks again to the Lyra Singers. They have a concert in London on the 11th. You can find out more at facebook.com slash Lyra Singers. Alex, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you both for being great sportsmen and spurtsmen. (laughs) Ollie, festive tidings to you and all. Merry Christmas, Ollie. Why are you bowing? Is that the Christmassy thing to do? <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. I like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, and Merry Christmas to the producer of this chaos, Matt Hill at Rethink Audio, everybody. Um, and to play us out now live, it's Thomas Heaton. Christmas, Thomas. Have a go on. Merry Christmas. See you guys later. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, on Tuesday, we head to the battlefields of medieval Spain to witness the very first ambulance. On Wednesday, it's the anniversary of the day Coca-Cola's creator hit on his winning formula. He dropped the wine, but kept the cocaine. On Thursday, the thief who stuffed the crown jewels down his trousers. And on Friday, when free-spirited Danish parenting put 90s New York in a tears. We discuss this and more on Today in History with the Retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts.